Welcome to Assertive Radiance, where we ignite your inner magic and inspire you to live your best life with joy, abundance, and happiness. I am Nadia Fleury, your guide on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Ready to tap into your intuition, discover your true potential, and live with unwavering confidence? Let's get started. Have you ever wondered what the secret sauce is to achieving success in business and life? I used to think success was all about money, but I've witnessed so many people with and without money who are unhappy. That's when I realized that there must be more to life than meets the eye. But what was it? At first, I thought maybe entrepreneurs have an edge over employees. But when I looked up the Bureau of Statistics to build my case, I was surprised to see that about 50% of businesses shut down within the first five years, and only 25% of businesses survive 15 years or more. Failing to succeed was caused by lack of planning and vision, lack of money, poor management of assets, competition, and recession. Oh my, I thought, nobody is spared. The majority, regardless if you are an entrepreneur or an employee, struggle with the same problem. Hello and welcome to Assertive Radiance. I am your host, Nadia Fleury, and today's episode, The Secret Sauce to Achieving Success in Business and Life No Matter What. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is for you if you want to discover the necessary ingredients to create your dream business and lifestyle. Before I dive in, I must share with you that I have learned so much while I was creating this episode that I am going to break it down into two parts to make it easier for you to digest. This month, I will be addressing why so many struggle with the lack of planning and vision and what you can do about it. Next month, I will talk about money struggles. Now, let's go back to today's topic. What role does the lack of planning and vision play in achieving success in your business and life? To answer this question, I need to step back and reflect on the business culture that shaped the 20th century. Many businesses during that time were led by ego-driven leaders who prioritized financial profit over people's well-being. Men were often encouraged to follow the saying, never lose your cool, never show your emotions, which was associated with the belief that displaying emotions in the workplace could be perceived as a sign of weakness or unprofessionalism. Women, too, were often expected to leave their feelings and emotion at home and focus on their work. This culture gave rise to the superwoman, where women appeared to excel at everything they did without showing any sign of weakness. High heels, black knee-length pencil skirt, and an impeccably white blouse 
She would look at you with a radiant smile and chime, Don't worry, I got it. However, as we crossed over the 21st century, we began to notice that many people faced significant health challenges, such as high level of stress and anxiety. These symptoms led to the creation of all sorts of ways to suppress the pain, because after all, there was no time to be sick. But when suppressed symptoms led to burnout, heart-related disease, or cancer, it became increasingly apparent that pretending, hiding, or suppressing our emotions was not sustainable in the long run. Why is that? What role do our emotions play in business? In short, everything. Yet, few people ask themselves this question. Well, I certainly did not ask. What went through my mind was, why am I investing so much of my time and energy in someone else's business? I don't need a boss to tell me what to do. I will become my own boss. And as a result, I started my own skincare business. However, the old superwoman mantra of working hard and prioritizing others did not go away. I was one of those who believed that multitasking and taking responsibility for every problem, whether at home or in my new business venture, was my duty. But as my to-do list grew longer without anything to show for it, I felt increasingly embarrassed and disappointed by my lack of results. Four years into my entrepreneurial journey, I felt like I was trying to hold on to anything I could inside an airplane that had lost its doors. I could see myself trying to reach for the oxygen mask, but it kept slipping away. My life, both outside of me and in my mind, was chaos. I just could not breathe. I had left the corporate world to have a more balanced life, but four years later, I found myself more frustrated, anxious, and stressed than ever before. Deep down, I felt insignificant and worthless. I busy myself into creating formula and product as a mean to hide my shame. However, I was unaware of these feelings because my mind was too consumed with Excel spreadsheets and how to make it happen. So I did not know that what I was experiencing was not normal. All I knew was that I resented my situation. In January 2016, after an unpleasant argument with my husband, I reached my breaking point and asked God for help. A few days later, I received an answer to my request, but it wasn't what I expected. I assumed that help would come in the form of finding investors to provide the necessary funding to get my skincare business up and running. At the time, I believed that money was the solution to all my problems. However, the universe had other plans. 
The answer came in the form of an invitation to attend a night to reignite with Phil as a trainer for the event. I knew nothing about what would happen, but since I was seeking business strategies, I showed up as the superwoman. To my surprise, I felt like I already knew Phil within the first five minutes of interacting with him. Feeling safe and wanting a little fun in my life, I decided to let go of my persona and became my authentic self. During the training, I learned why I was unhappy. Then Phil led us into an exercise. In that moment, I decided to go all in. I chose to follow the process and stayed vulnerable, revealing my soul to its bare essence. And without realizing it, years of pent-up emotions poured out of me in hot tears. Phil noticed the tears and my energy, and he paused for a while. I remember this moment because so many emotions hit at the same time. On one side, I felt embarrassed that I was crying in front of this handsome man to whom the last thing I wanted to do was showing him the weak side of me. I also feared that he might tell me to leave the room and to come back when I feel better. But it did none of that. What happened afterwards changed my life forever. With genuine care, Phil held space. I had never experienced the immense power behind holding space. It created a void and gave me permission to stay in it in the not knowing of what would happen next. Then Phil shared a story that resonated with my pain. The comfort of knowing that I wasn't alone in my struggles suited my soul like never before. I left the event transformed. It was as if Phil had taken the wrecked plane I was in and brought it down to safety. The next day I noticed that I could breathe again. Two weeks later, I attended another event where Phil happened to be present again. When I heard that he was there, the excitement intensified. My analytical brain could not explain how meeting a complete stranger could evoke such a feeling of bliss and joy. I could not wait for the break so that I could go and see him. Once we were at arm's reach, there was no word strong enough to share how I felt and I simply hugged him. The experience transcended the physical realm. My body vibrated and I felt a powerful surge of love. The whole experience was as if I had gone into another dimension, then returned. My body, mind and soul had received an upgrade, but for what purpose, I did not know. It took me years to understand that these two divine interventions were part of the universe's master plan. All I knew at the time was that my scientific mind was being challenged. I could not deny nor hide what I had experienced. 
In the following weeks, I realized how much of my life I had spent away from my true self, which explained why I was constantly frustrated and out of breath. Yet, I had never paused to ask myself why I was unhappy. The truth was that I had no idea how much my state of mind was influenced by my emotions. All I knew was that no matter what I did, it never seemed to be good enough. Deep down, I felt trapped at the mercy of any situations I worried about. My encounter with Phil brought a heightened level of awareness, the knowledge that there was more to life than what meets the eyes, gave me the necessary tools and permission to break free from the constraint of conventional logic. Gradually, I learned to release myself from the negative feedback loop I was caught in and chose to invest in myself. My sudden shift in perspective did not go unnoticed. My desire for growth and expansion clashed with my spouse's fears, disturbing the status quo. Years of pent-up emotions erupted on a regular basis, but I had to reassess my foundation. Don't get me wrong, I did not want to hurt my husband, but I was no longer willing to put up with other people's misery. My happiness mattered. The energy boost I received from meeting Phil gave me the courage to assert myself and stand up for what I believed in. I also stopped pretending that everything was fine. I was no longer willing to shovel my emotions under the rug as if they didn't matter, because they did. What was taking place at home was nothing compared to what was happening inside of me. I suddenly became aware of a dimension beyond the physical realm. I started feeling energetic vibrations that filled me with a new sense of aliveness. It was like trading dark, dull glasses for pink ones. I saw the world in a new and more vibrant way, filled with beauty and magic. I also felt more connected to everything and everyone around me. I was filled with a sense of love and compassion that I had never experienced before. My scientific mind wanted to understand why I was experiencing all these changes, and I wanted to learn more from Phil. I became obsessed with following him wherever he went to train. Eventually, we grew close enough to communicate via text. Phil gave me a wealth of knowledge about emotional intelligence and the spiritual realm, concepts I had no idea existed. My curiosity became so intense that I put my skincare business on hold for a while. The spiritual connection I shared with Phil was so strong that simply answering a text turned into epiphanies filled with wisdom. Gradually, Phil became my muse, a source of inspiration that helped me tap into creative writing. I wrote to him for years, and it wasn't until a few years later 
that I realized that writing kind and positive messages to him made me feel good inside. I had experienced the true meaning of karma. You reap what you sow. You get what you put out there. At one point, I wondered what kind of world could be created if 50% of the population would love themselves unconditionally. I believe that love in its purest form possesses healing properties that can improve people's overall health and happiness. My experience with the divine inspired me to infuse love into my skincare company. Awareness mixed with divine intervention gave me the clarity needed to solidify my foundation and establish my why. It's one thing to create a business to make money. It's something else to create a business to change lives. But I did not know how to do it. Because Phil appeared more knowledgeable and experienced than I was, I assumed that to be successful in business, I needed him with me. This idea led to codependency. Deep down, I was looking for the hero who would do the inner work for me. And while I busied myself trying to convince Phil that we must be together, I was at the same time giving my powers away. This is what addiction is, giving your power away to an illusion. The truth was that I had many fears and false beliefs to address. What saved me was the fact that deep down, I was passionate about creating a company from scratch and I was determined to see it through the finish line. The best analogy I can give you is this. In the Olympics, it's the person who takes the painstaking time to build the muscles who, when she wins the medal, gets to stand on the podium, not her coach. The coach is important and supportive, but they understand their position as coach. In a way, I wanted Phil to be my coach, but I know that if we had been closer, I would have prioritized his needs over mine. For instance, Phil already had built a stage presence, something I longed to do. If we had been together, I would not have pushed myself to develop my abilities to present myself on stage. I would have taken the back seat and let him do it. My deeper truth is that I wanted to be the one standing on my own podium, not because I felt I was better than others, not from a place where I wanted to prove to the world something, just because I knew in my heart that doing it was going to be beneficial for me as well as for you in the long run. In a way, my skincare brand, which act as a burning desire, was a constant reminder to not settle for less. However, breaking free from codependence took many years of discernment and contemplation. I had to realize that the hero wasn't outside of me. To find it, I had to untangle the web of feelings and emotion that revolved around Phil and distinguish between unconditional love 
and lost. Putting everything into its right place required a tremendous amount of self-control. I chose to stay in the void, heal, and learn rather than going after instant quick fixes and giving in to physical urges. The transformation process was highly challenging, such as filing for a divorce, and then learning to appreciate my ex-husband rather than placing all the blame on him. These actions were essential on my path to self-discovery and empowerment. Just like climbing a mountain, building a business is not a linear journey. There are days of great progress and days where it feels like taking one step forward and two steps back. The real challenge is having the courage to face any fears, including the fear of losing my identity and perceived status. My journey taught me that we must go through challenges, not around them, to truly grow and evolve. As humans, we often desire transformation, but resist the process. I have a feeling that if we were caterpillars, there would be very few butterflies. To achieve personal and business transformation, we must embrace the lessons, face our fears, and navigate the plateau on our journey. This process has shown me that I am stronger and more resilient than I ever imagined. Now that I've shared a little about my journey, let me reveal some of the ingredients required for the secret sauce to achieving success in business and life. Ingredient number one, embrace vulnerability and authenticity over striving to be a superwoman archetype. My life improved the moment I let go of my superwoman persona and allowed vulnerability into my life. This reconnected me to my emotions. You might be wondering, how do we connect and disconnect our emotions? Well, imagine the old me, the misperfect that I was. And imagine me wanting hot water to make a fresh batch of coffee. Consider the hot water as my need for something important to feel good. To fulfill my desire, I purchased an electric cordless kettle, the kind that where the base connects to the outlet. However, due to my lack of awareness, I did not notice the base in the box. All I saw was my wonderful kettle. Filled with excitement, I added water and, and pressed the on button. But to my disappointment, nothing happened and the water remained cold. Instead of looking inside the box, which what I call reflecting inward, I blame the manufacturer. How often do we buy something thinking it will make us happy only to realize moments later that we're still unhappy? Now it's time to go to work and I'm quite upset that I did not get my first fresh cup of coffee. However, I'm determined not to let anyone at work know this because the old me, Miss Perfect, never appeared unhappy. An hour later, I discovered that someone in my department had failed to complete 
an important task. And I began yelling at that person in front of everyone. Without realizing, I was venting all my kettle-related frustration on him, providing temporary relief to myself. And while I'm yelling at this gentleman, everybody else around me are walking on eggshells. As far as I'm concerned, I believe that I was doing an amazing job. I was in charge. I had control over everything. A firm hand in a velvet glove. Concern for other people's feelings was non-existent because I didn't care about my own feelings. I was unaware that my disconnection from my emotion led me to wrongly assume that my authority gave me power. Yet, deep down at nighttime, when nobody can see, the truth is I was disappointed in myself because I could not achieve the simple goal of obtaining hot water. How disempowering is that? I didn't realize that trying to control everything outside of myself was impossible and exhausting. And it led me to just tap into this cycle of doing more, getting more frustrated, using bottle-up emotion to express my discontentment, and ultimately, feeling exhausted. It was only after I met Phil that I discovered the power of connecting to the universal matrix. Years of contemplation allowed me to understand how our emotions play a crucial role in our happiness and the key to success in life and at work. Real empowerment comes from embracing vulnerability, not from maintaining a facade. With authenticity, you can genuinely access your inner power, just like finding and plugging the kettle base and tap into this unlimited source of hot water, which then creates lasting success, both in business and life. The ingredient number two is the role of your emotions. As I've explained with my old persona, Miss Perfect, I was no different from the ego-driven leaders of our past. Despite appearing powerful, we were often heartless, selfish, greedy, and unkind because we operated from a place of spiritual unconsciousness, disconnected from our emotions. The truth is, our emotions play a, a pivotal role in driving our actions. When we infuse our emotion with something we love, the task at hand becomes way more enjoyable. In essence, emotion serves as the driving force behind our actions. When we channel them with a deep desire for something that benefits both us and the world, they act as the spark that ignite our actions. They exhilarate us, providing the energy and determination necessary to achieve our goals. Ingredient number three, conquering fear and challenges for growth. We live in a world where we get to enjoy watching butterflies because they welcome transformation. Now it's your turn. Bear in mind that in today's world, 
we have more tools and resources at our fingertips than the kings of a century ago. Despite this abundance, many are still rooted in fear. My aim in sharing this episode is to help you see that you have all the tools in your hands to become the best version of yourself. I know deep inside you desire to achieve success in your life. All it takes is the guts to conquer your fears and embrace challenges. This means the willingness to step outside of your comfort zone and dare to do new things, even if you are not sure. If you are still hesitant, see life in the same way as trying on a new pair of pants. If they don't fit, just try another pair until you find the right one. That's how anyone who succeeds makes it. In the end, it boils down to the law of averages. The more you try, the greater chances of achieving your heart's desire. Ingredient number four, finding a solid anchor that is connected within you. One major factor that contributed to reaching a degree of peace in my heart was listening to my intuition and shifting my focus away from Phil, as his jeans did not fit me, no matter how I tried to put them on. Awareness mixed with love opened the path to my intuition and helped me remember that when I was about five years old, I had seen Nadia Comaneci win multiple gold medals at the 1976 Montreal Olympics. While I was too young to understand the Olympics, the fact that the star of the show shared my name, Nadia, gave me a profound insight, the belief that I too could become a champion. As I later read the many books by Napoleon Hill, one recurring theme stood out that I already possessed the qualities necessary for success. All I needed was the unwavering determination. Even though I loved Phil very much and learned a lot from him, my desire to see my skincare business become a household name was stronger than anything else. Although for many years I did not know how I was going to make it happen, the moment I experienced oneness gave me the necessary tool to face any adversity. Before I met Phil, I resembled an egg, and as soon as something happened, I was just like a liquid mess. But after finding my inner anchor, it was as though I transformed into a peach. Fuzzy on the outside, perhaps easy to bruise, but with a rock-solid core. This anchor wasn't the one thing, but a multitude of factors all woven together that gave me the strength to keep putting one foot in front of the other, no matter what. While I can't tell you what your inner core is, I can say with certainty that discovering it will bring you closer to achieving all your heart's desires. And ingredient number five is critical thinking. Critical thinking is the holy grail of everything. 
It's the ability to think clearly and rationally, understanding the logical connections between ideas. This skill involves the ability to analyze information, identify arguments and fallacies, and evaluate evidence. I find it interesting that we invest a lot of money to safeguard our possessions, even putting video cameras in front of our front door. Critical thinking is the only way you can safeguard your mind. It's the only thing that keeps the naysayers and the dream thieves at bay. Through critical thinking, you can assess and discern what's good and what's not good for you. The only challenge with critical thinking is that it's a skill that must be honed. It cannot be purchased, borrowed, or stolen. As you've heard in the recounting of my personal journey, it took every ounce of critical thinking to free myself from the grip of codependency, to see clarity and the real truth rather than living in the wishful thinking and illusion. It was a very hard challenge to overcome because the intensity was as strong as oneness. Having gone through this process, I now have a deep sympathy and understanding for anyone seeking to overcome addiction or transform unhealthy habits into healthier ones. It's a difficult path because there is no guarantees that all your efforts will pay off in the long run. And navigating the unknown can be scary. However, once you master critical thinking, you become an unwavering force of good, not only for yourself, but also for your loved one and the world. This concludes today's episode. Stay tuned for next month's episode, where I will continue today's story and explain the reasons behind our struggles with money while also revealing more secrets for your guaranteed success in business and life. To make sure you don't miss any episode, I invite you to subscribe. If you've enjoyed what I've shared with you today, I would greatly appreciate if you could leave a review. Your feedback would mean the world to me and will also help others gain access to the wisdom shared in this message. And until next episode, please take care, stay safe, and have a fabulous day.